Okay, good evening. Thank you very much for joining. Our topic in the Parenting Chabura, When Leaders Fail, and specifically focusing on the most important quality of leadership and how to share that with children. And in the weeks that followed the terrible revelation of literally decades of abuse from a hero in the Jewish community, um, it's becoming more and more painful and almost like who wants to deal in just an objective sense? You have to get sucked in, in, in pain to what happened as more and more information becomes available. Nevertheless, on some level, there is benefit on trying to approach it from the distance and learn lessons that can be implemented. The most important quality in leadership and in education, I believe, is to be aware that we're human and admit the truth. Person makes a mistake. I made a mistake. This is why David is the quintessential king of the Jewish people. Not because he's perfect. We don't create perfect people. In the Jewish people, we don't have perfect people. Moshe Rabbeinu made a mistake here, there, at different discussions, right? To be able to admit a mistake is the key quality of a leader, and I believe pivotal in education. And I'm not talking about pinning a child down who's saying an untruth and preaching to them, how could you lie and you have to tell the truth? And this is very important. I'm talking about role modeling. I'm talking about letting the child sense that people sometimes make mistakes. And it ends up having so many ramifications in how we handle things. I know on one occasion, I uh, misjudged the weather. And I told the kids that they don't have to take raincoats. And it ended up with a downpour. And for all my sympathies and all my, the kids, they were, they were wet and cold and, and shivering. And, and it was not comfortable. And we sat in the car and I ran the heat and I tried to do whatever I could. But I made sure not to miss the opportunity and say, I made a mistake. I acted in what I thought was good judgment. Listen, I'm not a prophet, not God. Uh, parents make mistakes. And we all do that. We make judgments and we're not positive where it's going. But sometimes if it doesn't ruin your credibility <laughs> as a parent, 
it's appropriate to use it as an opportunity. People can make mistakes. People are fallible. And we should acknowledge there's a Gemara in Megillah that tells us that there's certain sections in the Torah that we read, but we don't particularly translate. In other words, they had a custom that in shul, when they would read from the Torah, Shabbos morning, instead of just reading the text in Hebrew, not everyone knew Hebrew, they knew Aramaic better than they knew Hebrew. And therefore, the translation was into Aramaic. And the Talmud tells us that there are certain sections that are Nikroin, but not with the Targum. They're not translated. It's okay if the average Jew um, just knows that there's such a section, whatever, but doesn't have to delve on the details. And the Talmud asks, what about the story about Yehuda and Tamar? And the Talmud says, yeah, we translate that one. But why? And the Talmud says, Hainu this is his praise. This is a praise for Yehuda that when he was cornered, when he realized the game is up, he didn't shy away. Number one, he didn't deny it. Number two, he didn't try to get Tamar off the hook in some other strategic, sophisticated way. Instead, he said the words, Sadka Mimeni, she is right and I am wrong. I believe those are some of the sweetest words a human being can be capable of uttering. I wouldn't have truly realized it, but I was once learning with my Rebbe, Bechavrusa. I had a privilege for about a year and a half. We learned morning Seder together. And on one occasion, he forged a head in a Gemara. And I said, Rebbe, I, I don't think that's what the Gemara means. Is it possible? And I, I, I think he was explaining it incorrectly. And he paused, absolute silence in the room. And he said, you are right and I am wrong. Now, at that moment, I wished I could have dug a hole and just disappeared. I was like so embarrassed. I didn't mean to show him up or anything. We would just, you know, kind of chavrusas, even though we're not chavrusas, he's the Rebbe. But to be able to say those words so freely, it's liberating. We've discussed this on other occasions. I talk about the joy of not being God. You're in a rush to an appointment and you hit a red light. So the action, the human reaction is things aren't going my way. How could it be a red light? I'm in a rush. But the correct response is take a deep breath 
It's a comforting thing. I'm not God. Hashem's running his world. He decided human being is fallible. The Talmud says, There's no one who can take responsibility when it comes to sexual matters. You got to be really careful. That's why we have Yichud. That's why we're careful. But on our topic, absolutely most important is Moda Allah MS. To be able to acknowledge the truth as a community, that it's possible that a human being who's got this halo about him is an abuser. It's possible that as a community, we didn't do enough to equip our charges, our children, our students with the ability to be whistleblowers when appropriate, to share that there's a problem, to be a humble servant of Hashem. One of the great topics that I believe should be brought up with children somehow is what do you do when you have an urge? What do you do when you have a temptation of any type? <clears throat> I'm sure no one has had an urge for non-kosher. It's just not in. But, but what do you do if, if you do have such an urge? If you walk by ballpark Franks and it smells good, so it's interesting. Chazal didn't say fe, yach. Chazal said efshi veefshi, aval avi shabashamayim gozeralai. Oh, I can do that, but Hashem told me not to. How do you redirect if you have an urge? What are your hobbies? I believe one of the interview questions that any person should be asked before being given any position of authority is what do you do for downtime? I know one of the positions that I got, I got because I wrote on my resume that I like to kayak. That's why they hired me. <laughs> so, We recognize the humanness. We recognize that a person can make a mistake. Parsha Shemini, we're told that uh, when Nadav and Aviyu were killed on inauguration day of the Mishkan, Moshe called Aaron to task, called the, the Kohanim to task, and it turned out Moshe was mistaken. They had done nothing wrong, and Moshe was calling them to task erroneously. So Rashi tells us, Hoda velo vosh. Moshe acknowledged he wasn't embarrassed. He didn't say, 
I never heard that. I don't know where you're coming from. Shamati v'shochachti. I heard it. I taught it to you. And in the heat of the moment, I forgot that that carbon has a different rule than the other carbon. However, we understand exactly what happened, but something there caused Moshe to be brutally honest. I was going to tie this in to the behavior of this particular fallen hero, that when a person is called to task, don't deny it. But what has emerged over the last few weeks is that this was a lot bigger than an isolated incident. And I can't even draw the analogy. Okay, so when someone tells you you made a mistake, say this, this was, this was addictive. This was deteriorated. This was very serious. But that concept on a tamer level, I believe is a valid lesson to realize our fallibility, to realize our ability to say, I made a mistake, I'm sorry, and to put protections in place. One more thought. Before I took my first Rabbanus position, <clears throat> Cherry Hill, New Jersey, just about that time, a story broke that a local reform rabbi allegedly hired somebody to kill his wife because she had discovered that he was having an affair. And he didn't want his career ruined. So allegedly he had someone do her in so that he should not be exposed. So that's the story. I was speaking to one of my rabbeim about taking a bonus position. And he tells me, Cherry Hill. Oh, Cherry Hill. He said, I want to tell you something. You know, in the from world, people are saying, huh, reform rabbi. <laughs> He said, that's, that's the wrong reaction. The correct reaction is it could happen to anyone. And that causes us to have, forgive the correct use of the word phobia, but we don't cross gender shake hands. We don't pat on the back. We don't do yichud. We're very careful how we address each other. We're careful. Because the attitude is not <laughs> them. The attitude is 
human beings can fail. And we're going to do everything we can to act responsibly. And when we think that we're a little bit off, or someone points out that we're a little bit off where we need to be, hoda velovosh, to admit fearlessly, courageously, and do the necessary corrections. I thank you. I'll stop there for my comments and feel free.